0: Thank you for tuning in to today's broadcast of the Fires of Revival podcast. I am your host, Colton Prater, and I pray today's episode will be a help and an encouragement to you. Please don't forget to rate, review, and share the podcast with others. And now for the episode. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to the Fires of Revival podcast. My name is David Warren, and I'm the guest speaker for today, and I am a sophomore going into my sophomore year at Hiles Anderson College, and I have grown up in Middle Tennessee my whole life And uh, with Colton Prater, and uh, he's done a great job with this podcast, and I'm just so thankful to be a part of it today, and I hope this message that I give, that's from God, that you enjoy it, and that it'll be a blessing to you, but we'll start off in Matthew chapter 2 and verse number 1, um, almost like a Christmas-themed message, but in no way am I trying to talk about Christmas and all that, even though in this time, Um, It's just how God made it, and I don't want to make it seem like I'm trying to talk about Christmas here, so hope it's not in that way at all. But we'll start off in Matthew chapter 2, verse number 1 and number 2, and it says, Now when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, there came wise men from the east to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he that is born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and are come to worship him today. And today I would love to talk to you about just a little bit about the wise men here in this passage of Scripture. And talk to you about today how far are you willing to go for Jesus. And we'll start off with a word of prayer. Dear God, thank you for the day you've given us, Lord. And I thank you for the great opportunity I get to be on the, this podcast, Lord. And I get to uh, share a little bit of what you've given to me, Lord, and the burden that I have today. And God, I pray you would just bless this. help you. I pray that you'd help calm my nerves and that you would help me as I give this message. You just use it and help the people that are listening to it to uh, still stay faithful to it. And I pray it's a blessing to them. In your name, amen. All right, so as I said earlier, we are talking about the wise men from the east and we're talking about how far were they willing to go for Jesus. And as we go in life, we're try, we try to do the best we can for God, you know, going out and doing all that we can. Maybe it's at your church, your bus route, or maybe in a youth department, whatever it may be. Uh, but the main thing is is we're trying to do it all for God's glory and sometimes it gets rough and it's hard times and come with it and uh, I' just want to talk a little bit today about are you willing to go all the way for Jesus? How far are you going to go? And the first thing I would love to talk about from this uh, uh, verse and this scripture is how the wise men they were looking for a star. That's the first thing we notice in this this passage is that they had found a star they found the star and they were they were looking for it. They had been looking for it. It says, saying, Where is he that is born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east. They had seen his star. And the first thing that you have to uh, that is talked about here is they were looking for a star. And in Psalms 143 and verse 10, it says, Teach me to do thy will. This is, of course, David talking. It says, Teach me to do thy will, for thou art my God. Thy spirit is good. Lead me into the land of uprightness. And the first thing that the the wise men here were doing they were looking for a star if we are looking for the scar the star if we're looking for god's will god is going to show it to us and one of the big things in our life that we're trying to focus on is we want to stay in god's will and do the best that we can and but the main thing you want you want to know what when you're in the will of god and what you're doing and that it is god's will that what you're doing is his will and we see first off when we see that these wise men And uh, these wise men uh, with um, theologians think that they're astronomers, they're scientists, and they're out and they just look for special things that are peculiar about what's happening. And uh, some of these people, you know, they'll study the stars, they'll study the land, whatever it may be. And so these guys are out looking at the sky. They're probably stargazers, uh, star scientists, and always looking at that. And they find this strange star that has appeared and they are not they weren't really for sure what it was maybe at the start but they know in god's word that it was talking about that a star will show up in the east and that's where jesus would be born and so they knew that about it i'm sure they did because they were wise men knew a little bit about god's word i'm sure and so they knew what that star was so they were looking for something because that was their job trying to find something are we looking for god's will in our life god wants us to follow a specific path that will will lead us to great rewards and the question is, are we looking for God's will and God's path in our life and trying to find it to, to see if we're on the right path that God wants us to be on or if we're doing His will or not? And so the first thing that we are talking about here with the wise men, are you looking for the star or are you looking for God's will in your life as you go through? And you want to be, I know as a Christian that I always want to be in God's will and I don't want to get out of it and because I would hate to be out of God's will because God doesn't bless us if we're not in His will. So that's the thing that I feel like all of us as Christians want to be in his will. Are we looking for it, and are we in it? That's the main question that we should ask ourselves. And the second thing that we see about the wise men is that not only were they looking for it, they decided to follow it. And they said, we have seen a star in the east and are come to worship him. So they are following the star, trying to see where it leads to, and of course it would lead to Jesus. And in Psalms 23, in verse 3, it says, He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me. That's God. God leadeth uh, me in the paths of righteousness for His name's sake. And God has a path for us that leads to His will. Are we willing to follow the will? Or are we willing to walk in it and trust Him as He leads us along in His path to His will? And that's what David says here is saying that God leads me to the path of righteousness. And God will lead us to the right things that we need to do in our life and where we need to be in his will and what we need to do for his name's sake and that which leads to the path of righteousness. And also in Isaiah 55 and verse 8, the Bible talks about, it's Isaiah, a great prophet talking there about why we should follow God's will and why we should be all in it and why we should do it. It says right here, Isaiah 55 and verse 8, it says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways. And that's God saying, you know, no matter what you think, you you may think this is a good way to do it, this is the right way we should do it, or I think it's a good way to go. God says that I know your thoughts, and my thoughts are better than yours. I know they will because I see the outcome, I see the end, and I see the great rewards that will come with it. But are you willing to stay in my will? through all of it no matter what. And in verse number 9 it says for as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. God's saying that you know no matter what you're thinking what no matter what you think is number 1, it may be me or it might be um the the work you're doing or whatever it may be, God says my way is more important than all of it and that whatever I do, God's way will lead to the biggest rewards. It will do the uh, it will be the most beneficial for me. So the first thing, are you looking for the star? Are you looking for God's will? And will you follow God? As David says, he leadeth me to the paths of righteousness. And God will lead you to his will and what will bring great rewards in heaven and will do great things on earth. And you'll be able to see countless lives change. Or you might be able to see maybe people saved. And it would, it's a great thing to see in God's will when we are in his will, when we're looking for it, and when we follow God's will. And this is one of the, the next thing is one of the main points I want to talk about is um the next thing we see is that the the wise men so they're looking they they were looking for a star and they followed it but then they didn't stop and as we see in um that they have traveled they are they have just talked to the king uh, king herod and he said that they're asking where he's at and um we see here that for them to find jesus it takes them near to over two years to find him as uh, we see later on the scripture that he was about two years old when they find him so they must have started uh leaving not too long after they saw the star because they were i'm sure they were maybe nervous that the star would leave or maybe something like that so they were they were following it trying to see where it led to and they started that way immediately and so they were traveling for two years which means that everything that they had back home everything that they cared about was being left behind for two that that's been left behind for now two years, and that's crazy that they were willing to follow this star, even though they left so much behind for so long, leaving their family, their friends, their homes, their their um the work that they were doing, um all that they loved and did they were leaving behind to follow this star and this uh, find our Lord Jesus Christ, and if you look in your Bibles and if you have your Bibles there Hebrews chapter twelve and in the first verse of Hebrews chapter twelve. It says, Wherefore, seeing we are also compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which death so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us. And God is wanting us to set all our things beside us beside, saying, like, uh, you know, our family, our home, our friends, they're more important we're not saying that we're more important than God's will. And that's what the wise men were doing here. They said, No matter what, God, we're gonna trust in your will, we're gonna follow the star, and we're gonna do it. Until we find you and we are led to you, if that means leaving our friends and family behind in our homes, uh, that's what then what we're willing to do. And I think of how missionaries do that; they're willing to leave so much behind to go to witness to people in a far country. You know, maybe they're going to places where they have no friends. They don't. And they're going to maybe a missionary couple where it's very few. Their friends are limited uh, to what they're going off to at the start. So they're starting off brand new in a brand new country. I'm sure it's very hard. And that's what the wise men are doing here. They are willing to go away into another country so that they can find the Lord Jesus. And are you willing to do that? And the great thing about it is that we all we know in the end that it leads to something great. And if you look in Galatians chapter six and verse number nine, it says, "Let us not be weary in well doing, for for in due season we shall reap if we faint not." And I'm sure these guys are humans. These three wise men that were going, and I'm sure they're humans, and they were just trying. They're they're uh, probably getting probably get tired as they go or is it is this really worth it are we really willing to go keep on going uh, we're not for sure how far this is going to take us are we sure we want to make this travel in this journey you know maybe they're in a year in and they're like wow we've pretty much just wasted a year of our life trying to get to this star is this really worth it is this really worth going all the way there and we still have more to go and we've already wasted a year of our life. Is this truly worth it? They could have stopped. They could have said, you know what, forget it. Let's go home. Let's go back to what we love and we um, cherish, our families and our friends and our homes and all that comes with it, our job and all of that. And, you know, let's let's go back to that so that we can enjoy that. We know that will be okay. We don't know what this could end up maybe with a star. And I'm not saying this actually happened. Uh, this is what, I mean, if I was human, if I was in their position, I would be thinking this way. Is, is it really worth it? And we see in the end that it is worth it. So the main thing that I feel like we need to do when we're in God's will is to not quit. You know, you may be going through one of your ministries that you're doing, and you may be feeling, you know, I'm not seeing the success that I'm getting right now. Is this really worth it in the end? I'm not seeing uh, what this person's may be seeing uh, the great, great things they're doing with their ministry. Is this tr- this ministry truly worth it? Is it still worth driving a bus or being a bus worker? Is it truly worth going out soul winning? and talking to people about Christ when i get rejected over and over and over again is it truly worth it in the end and i remember a man that was uh, i had i talked to him and he had he had was going through a really rough week and was really com- contemplating about just giving up just stopping what he was doing and what just giving up on all of it but he decided that it was a, it was on a saturday he was thinking about but he said you know what this saturday i'm going to go soul winning and the saturday went off it was still going rough nothing much was happening nothing no um no good visits nothing really good was going on he's thinking is it truly worth it to go go keep on going through this and keep on going on if I'm not seeing the great success that other people are doing and I'm not getting it is it truly worth it he was really contemplating it and um, he met these three boys and he was wondering is it really it, it, he said you know this it was one of his last visits of the day he said if, th- if this is going to happen I'm just going to talk to these guys You know, probably reject me, and then after that, I'll just move on with my life, and we'll see where it leads from there. And he talked to these three boys, and um, they were outside playing soccer during the winter, which was very rare, and he was thinking that, you know, this is kind of rare, so if I don't take this opportunity ever again, you know, I may never get to talk to these guys. So he's talking to them, and he's able to witness to them, and all three of them get saved in the end. So that's a great blessing to see that three guys were able to get saved through all of that and that, you know, he was thinking about is it really worth it? But even after that, he tried to invite them to church. And he was talking about, you know, I don't know if this is truly worth the, You know, they're probably just going to, this is just, they get saved. They might come to church. Maybe, maybe not. I've seen this happen before. You know, and they'll never see him again. That's just how it goes. And so he just went on with his life. But one boy contacted him saying that he wanted to come to church and that he wanted to keep on coming, learn more about God and get more into it so he's like okay maybe one this one time he's wanting to so let's try to bring him on he comes on the bus and he comes and he enjoys it really likes it and he's, he keeps on moving on with life and he, he keeps on talking to this one boy and he keeps on coming and coming coming and as bigger promotions come in he invites his family invites his friends and through the all the one boy that he was able when he didn't quit the one boy that he was able that that, that came to church that got saved In the end his mother came to church she got saved his dad came to church he got saved his best friend came to church and he got saved and he was winning competitions about bringing the most visitors and all that and all because he was willing not to quit for that just one moment and in the end he he, he didn't see the reward of that would be coming at the end if he wouldn't if he would quit there the reward wouldn't have happened but yet he didn't stop he said you know no matter what I'm gonna keep on going I'll just keep on trying and he he sees the, re- the reward as he kept on going because he didn't quit. And you don't know what may happen if you quit. You never know the outcome of the end. I just want to maybe give you a little bit of encouragement. Maybe you're thinking about, you know, is this truly worth it? Is it truly worth keeping on pushing on? But, you know, Daniel didn't quit even though he was going through the rough time of uh, having to, that they were forcing them to obey the false gods. And he didn't quit even when he was in the lion's den. Joseph, he didn't quit even though his friends and family turned him away. And said I don't want you anymore. Job didn't quit when he lost everything. And when everything was taken from him. He didn't quit. Noah didn't quit when he realized no one would listen to him. And that he spoke for 120 years. Trying to get people on the ark. And yet he didn't quit. And we see how a great nation was started. Because of that and him not giving up. Peter didn't quit even though he thought. That he did the most unpardonable sin. Of rejecting Jesus and denying him. And yet he was able to do great things. Because he didn't stop. Gideon didn't quit even though. He was facing an enemy that was way out of his reach that he could have even stopped. But yet we see a great victory in his life. Esther didn't quit, even though his her leaders were leading her the wrong way, and that it looked like Israel might was about to be destroyed. She didn't quit, and we see a great battle won there. Moses didn't quit, even though he, um, when he thought he had failed and he had uh, was given up, and he didn't quit because he was running away from all his problems. But he didn't quit, and we see that he's able to deliver people from Israel, from Egypt, the Israelites. And the three Hebrew boys didn't quit when no one else would stand with them against the mighty tower that um, Nebuchadnezzar had. And we see that a king was saved because of it and a nation was changed. And that's what's great about this verse, Galatians 6, 9, is that, and, and let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap it and we fate not. If any of those people would have quit, they wouldn't have gotten to see the great impact that, that would have been seen in their life even if they would have stopped. And, not, and that great story would not have been told if they would have quit. And I encourage you today, don't quit whenever you're trying, when you think that nothing's going right. But God has something special, and he's trying to continue pushing you on. We see that this great story about the three, the three, um, three kings, the three wise men, um, that were trying to come and give gifts to Jesus, even though they didn't quit, even though it was taking them forever and what seemed like it was pointless, they didn't quit. And we see that we have now a great story of how they get to bring their gifts to Jesus and when he was young and how great that is. And the next thing that we see, not only were they looking for the star and were they willing to follow it, they, did not, they didn't quit. But the next thing is, in order to find God, in order to find His presence, you, we have to be looking for Him in His word. And back to our text in Matthew chapter two, we, we see that the, the wise men are talking to King Herod, and they're asking him and the king's wondering, where would Jesus be born? Where would he be found? If they're looking for him. And you see that the, the his uh, sorcerers, his counselors, they said, well, the scripture says, and in verse number three, it says, When Herod the king had heard these things, he was troubled. And all Jerusalem with him, when he heard that there was, a, there was a king that was being born, and we had gathered all the chief priests and the scribes of the people together, he demanded them where Christ should be born. And they said unto him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for thus is it written by the prophet. They found it in God's word where he would be at. And in order for us to find God, we have to be in his word. We have to be in constant prayer. We have to be willing to say, you know what, God, you know, I would rather get some extra sleep here, but I'm going to spend some time with you. I would rather sleep in a little bit longer, but I'm going to wake up early and have my devotions with you. If you want to find God in your life, you have to be spending it with him. We will find God in his will through his word when we read it in our devotions, when we spend time with him in prayer, and when we just are willing to set things aside and saying, you know what, God, your things are most important of all. And so the last thing I would like to talk to you about of the things that I learned from the, the wise men is we get to see now, uh, as they find Jesus, the power of, that they were able to lay their treasures at his feet, all the stuff that they've been carrying to, to give to Jesus. And we see how great of an impact that is in verse number 11 of our text in Matthew 2. And when they were come into the house, they saw the young child with Mary his mother and fell down and worshipped him. And when they had opened their treasures... They presented unto him gifts, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And man, just thinking about them being able to give gifts to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords and His Jesus Christ, and they're able to give these things that they've been traveling for so long with, and they're able to give it to Him. And the great thing about that is that they were able to do something you know, most that no one else was able to do with how they were doing that. They get to go to see Jesus as He, he was young, and give their gifts. And in Revelation chapter 4, and verse number 10, it says, And the four and twenty elders fall down before him that sat on the throne, and worship him that liveth forever and ever, that's Jesus Christ, and cast their crowns before the throne, saying, Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power, for thou hast created all things, and for thy pleasure they are and were created. And we see that these wise men, they traveled so far, they weren't willing to quit. They looked for the star. They found it that they needed to be in God's word to find where he's at. That they were able to set their crowns at the feet of Jesus, and I can't, I I can't describe to you how great it's going to be, to be able to set our crowns, and when we didn't stop, when we kept on going for Jesus Christ, when we were in His will, being able to see many people led to Christ, being able to see great things done in His will, and we get to go to when we go to heaven and see all the crowns that has been laid up for us, waiting for us, because of the great things that were done on earth in Christ's name because we didn't stop because we were looking for God's will and we were in it and we were willing to follow Jesus. And through his word and through prayer, we were able to keep on going. And what a great honor to be able to place our crowns and what all the stuff that God's been able to help us to do. And all the great honors that we've done on earth in uh, in Jesus name, that we'll be able to t- put them at Jesus's feet and say you're worthy to be you are you're able to receive glory and honor and power for thou has created all things for thy pleasure they are and were created all the things that we've been able to do because of christ because he's been able to make it we are able to put our crowns at jesus's feet but wouldn't it be so sad when if you go to heaven I and mean, you don't have anything left there for you you don't have anything to place at jesus's feet because you decided that it wasn't worth keeping on serving jesus or that you you because we couldn't see the later outcome of the great reward of the great thing that was going to be able to happen we were we were going to say you know what it's not worth going all the way for jesus it's i'm just gonna go work i'm gonna make good money and i'm just gonna do all that i think is best for my will instead of following jesus's will is it worth being able to at the throne of jesus and have nothing to lay down at his feet but hey we get to go to heaven, but. The great honor of being able to say, you know, God, you're able to receive our glory, honor, and power because all the things that we were able to do, you you created it. Not being able to put rewards at Jesus' feet. And that would be such a sad thing to, you know, even though we're in heaven, though, that we can't put down all the great things that we were able to do on earth. I encourage you today that it's worth going all the way. Even though we may not be able to see the outcome or the reward in, in the end with all that God has for us, God says that it's going to be worth it all. It's worth it all when we when we find Jesus, as we see that the wise men realize it was worth it all when they found Jesus and able to set his, their crowns at his feet. We see that it was worth it all. It's worth it all for us to not give up and to go all the way. So how far are you willing to go for Jesus Christ? Are you willing to just go a little bit of the way? You know, we're, we're willing to maybe talk to one or two people Are you willing to go all the way for Jesus where we could be able to have the opportunity to sit down all the great honor that we have of serving Jesus and all the things that he created because of what we did? He created the things that we were able to do for him and what a great honor in heaven that we'll be able to do that. And with that, I'll close with a word of prayer. Dear God, I thank you so much for the great opportunity to give this little uh, challenge. Just how far are we willing to go as Christians? Are we willing to go all the way for Jesus are we willing to do no matter what it takes to live for Jesus? And we see that the wise men thought it was worth it all as they were able to set their crowns at Jesus' feet. And I know it's worth it for every person here. Even though we may not be able to see the great outcome in the end, it's worth it all for Jesus. And doing all, his, all the things on earth uh, for His glory and in His name for people's lives to be changed, for great things to happen in our church. It's we pray you would do something special in all of our lives through this way and that we would never stop, would never quit. In your name, amen.